This is a Top 5 Podcast, where three lifelong friends, Dan, Mike, and Dan, discuss and sometimes argue over a new Top 5 list each episode. On this week's episode, the three of us are joined by our buddy Tyler as we discuss our top five favorite pro athletes of all time. Dan's running a clinic over there. During quarantine? Corn clean is what he's calling it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why don't you guys butt out of this conversation? Oh, oh All right. Listen, asshole. <laughs> Colon. Colon. He's asking for it. Oh. <laughs> Very cheeky. Okay. Oh, Spread my up. God. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's not a good start. Nope. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of a top five podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. And I'm also Dan. Uh, first of all, we want to thank everybody for the awesome support you guys show for episode one. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing this stuff and uh, we hope uh, we get the same kind of uh, feedback from episode two. Uh, as we talked about in episode one, we're going to be having guests on the show. And uh, today we, we have a guest for you. Yeah, so my, uh, well, all of our buddy Tyler, uh, we went back to high school is when we became friends. We're going to bring him in later in the show. Um, I also wanted to recap a little bit to uh, back to episode one. Uh, we got a lot of feedback and everything on social media, whether it was uh, roasting us for the chips that we picked or taking sides <laughs> oh, yeah. or, or adding ones that we didn't think of. Uh, our buddy Johnny Canuser, oh, he threw out a, what were those? Salsalitas? Salsitas. Salsitas. I've never seen those before. But I think I've had those. He called them his number one, so I got to give those a try. It's normally a vending machine chip, if I think if I think correctly, because yeah, we have them at my work, and uh, trying to be good on a diet is is terrible when you have those in there because they are absolutely delicious. If I recall, they're pretty spicy, aren't they? They have a little bit of heat. Yeah, it's like it's like a salsa dusted tortilla chip, like a tortilla round. It is okay. Yeah, so we appreciate all the feedback on the socials. It's been a lot of fun interacting with everybody after episode one. Uh, again, we're just having a ton of fun doing this. Um, and as a reminder, we are having a guest. We're going to go over our, our top five lists of the week, but we're also going to require our guests to go over their top five chips. So that's why we're bringing up the chips again here. That's correct. Uh, anyway, I think we're going to toss it over to our news correspondent, Mike, here. Mike, you got some <laughs> news for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked up another story today, another odd story. This one comes to us from Australia. Okay. Ah, down under. Yeah, down under, where a man won nearly $800,000 on the lottery. Uh, he bought the ticket by mistake. He meant to play another game. <laughs> bought this ticket by mistake, and he won $800,000 on that ticket. Is he going to use those winnings to go double or nothing rock, paper, scissors with a buddy? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he said he was going to uh, pay off his mortgage. Okay. Which is what I was going to ask you guys. If you accidentally won that kind of money, what's the first thing you're buying? If first you, of all, hold on. that's very responsible. They, well, yeah. And who they knows if he's going to do that? 
Yeah, he might just be saying that. What was I want to know what other game he was trying to play when he accidentally won. I'm thinking of maybe like he meant to play like the Missouri Lottery, but instead he bought a Powerball, something like that. Okay, meant to play made to play Keno, but he accidentally played Powerball. I don't know the Australian rules. That's true. Yeah, I don't know what I would do with eight hundred thousand. First thing you're buying, hit me, or paying off. Probably the house. I think I think that's a really good that's a good way to do it. That's smart. No yeah. mortgage at all. I do like that idea. Paying off your debt. Um, but then beyond that, man, what do you do? You're buying um, a tiger, aren't you? Call <laughs> you Tiger King. Hmm. Oh man. I don't what would you buy, Mike? Man. I think I'm gonna take a trip. I've never yeah. been out of the country. I want to go on a all inclusive. And if I could spend some good money and and do it up pretty big. Are you bringing us along or? Oh, God, no. Oh. <laughs> I have fun. Really thought you were going, oh, God, yes. And then there's the turn right there. No, no. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think I, I would pay for all my buddies to go. That would be a fun trip. Trip is good. I think so not Doc Raiden. Hmm. No. I said buddies. Oh, that's right. Okay. Just making sure. I think I would pay off. I would pay off my debt because the Lannister pays his debts. Mm. They do say I that. I don't even like the, I don't even know why I said that. I don't even like the Lannisters. Um, <laughs> but then I, I think I'd buy a vacation house somewhere. Maybe Ooh, two be- maybe two vacation houses. They don't have to be big. Maybe someplace in the mountains for skiing in the winter and someplace on a beach for summertime. He's going Ooh. skiing, boys. He's going skiing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, probably, I'd probably get a lake house, I think. Lake house, like Lake of the Ozarks? Mm, a little busy for me. Maybe like uh, Table Rock. A little less Ooh. busy. Big Go back lake. to Theodosia. Oh my God! I'd make. I'd yeah. build my own house. It's a good spot. So, so I'm curious this week. I'm curious to see uh, who's the winner for the bad people game because Dan had the clean sweep three and zero last let's, week. Let's not bring it yeah. up, okay? We got what, a clean what, slate this week. Wait, hold on. Let's talk about that. Clean no, slate. We don't have to talk about it. Clean slate, or do we just build up? You want to points. make like running totals, like a rack, rack the tally up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's like toss it idea. around. Let's see what happens. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. Let's see how many I don't get this week, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. So if if he doesn't win a card, does it deduct one from his, or just keep? Nope. Okay. Only, only wins count. Okay. Yeah. Add All right. It up. Well, then let's jump into it. Let's jump this into week, those cards. This week's first card. Most likely to give a drunk train wreck speech at a wedding. Whoa. Out of the three of us. I'm just – I'm going to go with the most outgoing. I'm going to go with Dan. Um, God damn it. Not because I think it's realistic that he does it, but just because he's the mo- out, most outgoing. I think he gets a little liquid courage in him. <laughs> give me that microphone. <laughs> I got something to say. I'll give one. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to – Kind of piggyback off that, and I don't. I'm not just doing this because I want you to win another card. Here we go. All I th- right. I think this you, game. You hit it pretty hard on the bus mm. between the wedding and the reception. You hit it pretty hard. You like to have a good time. I you do might, like to have a good time. You might come in, you know, a little intoxicated, but a little sauced up. Yeah, and you're going to give them a piece of your mind. Is what you're going to do. You're going to make the uh, bride upset. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, great. Here's another card for Dan. <laughs> I, I guess I'm going Mike. Uh, also likes to drink on the bus. Um, I've been on a couple um, party buses with both of you. Um, and I think Mike 
may uh, tip the can a little bit heavier. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to loosen you up a little bit for the dance floor. It, it does loosen you up. That's, I mean, it's. You don't dance though, do you? Well, not an animal. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pick Mikey on this one, I guess. All right. All fair right. enough. Four now. That might be the first, <laughs> first one I've gotten. Not, I didn't win the card, but I think that might be the first one I was picked on. Really? I think so. I think you guys went back and forth. You are the one picking the cards here. Maybe we need to switch that. Huh. Well, that's true. All right. In, in their lifetime, who will most likely need a liver transplant? <laughs> Sticking with you the drinking mine. theme. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick Mike. Uh, you, enjoy, you enjoy your natural lights. You're not it's drinking light, one though. right now, are you? No. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, and you like, you like hanging out up at Ethel's and that I do. Back. Yeah, yeah, I'll just pick, I'll pick Mike. I'm also gonna pick Mike here. Uh, Ooh, my first card. He is almost he, he. Well, no, he is a full blown regular at Ethel's, and I. It's it's almost when you go there with him, it's like you walked in the bar with Norm mm. from Cheers. Appreciate everybody that. knows his name, and everybody says hi to him. Uh, so. With that being said, I think, yeah, it's, it's got to be Mike. He's just a solid fella. That's oh, he, true. Sh- he sure is. Well, a face like this, you're going to get a lot of hellos. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick, I'm going to go Dan Bortz here. I think, uh, I, I think you, you indulge more than, than Danny D does. Maybe this, this is when it pays off to be very private with your personal life. <laughs> That's true. Uh, or maybe it's just that I'm, I'm around you more. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I, I see it that way. So I'm going to go with Dan there. Cool. All yeah. right. And our final card, who will be the most difficult old person to be around? Oh man. That's interesting. I think I got it. Difficult it old person to be around. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. I think I'm going to go with Danny D here. Yeah. Um, reason being, oh boy, that's tough. Amanda, go ahead and tune out uh, on this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I, I think you 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 tell it like it is. Um, whereas Mikey's more of a quiet, quieter, doesn't really he's he's more relaxed. I think you you more tell it how it is, and I think that's probably going to increase at, uh, with the old age. Oh, like like. As direct as I am now, I'll be even more direct and say Correct. whatever I'm thinking. Okay. Like a Correct. fine wine, Dan. Like a fine, you you, you grow with age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? I think, I think, <laughs> I so I think it's going to be uh, a little more direct as you get older. Okay. So there's my pick. Sorry. I'm also going to go Danny D here. <laughs> I won. <laughs> I I could see you being a get the hell off my lawn kind of old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you damn but kids i feel like you will just you know fertilize your yard you'll sit on the front porch with a lemonade and yell at kids <laughs> hmm. i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go dan bortz here Appreciate he had back that. surgery in his 20s <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just judging on uh we don't want to be around you because you're broken <laughs> oh oh man you're gonna have a, you're gonna maybe have a hard time getting around uh your wife's going to okay. have to push you around in the wheelchair. That Ooh. could be. Your hover around, something like that. <laughs> oh, man, I'd love a hover around. You know, I'd Easy. take one now. Why wait? It's your wife. Hey. 
All right, that was pretty good. I like that. Um, we all want a card this week. We did. One wow. for each of us. That's not so, too bad. So the so the running. Thanks for bringing that up. So the running total is Dan four. four so you've got four, and Mike yeah. and I each have one. One and one. So we'll keep that going. Um, so I think we're going to move right into bringing a guest in here. Uh, like we mentioned before, we're going to bring in my buddy Tyler. Uh, we go back to high school. We uh, we've always played music together, had those bonds, bonded over sports, things like that. So. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Tyler in now and uh, see what see what he's up to. Time for him to contribute. Yeah. So, uh, Give hey, some Ty- love. Tyler, what's up, man? Welcome what in, up? Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? What's going on? You know, that was that was one of the more stressful experiences of my life. Like, I just kept expecting <laughs> the camera to come on, like, mid-sneeze or, like, you know, like some sort of <laughs> He wasn't ready. Cat- <laughs> catastrophic embarrassment, you know? Like, I was just waiting for it. <laughs> So before you jumped on, I was just giving you a little brief introduction saying that you and I met in high school. Um, we've always kind of bonded over music, sports. Uh, we've definitely kept in touch over the years. We've bounced around to different cities across the country and always kept in touch. So yeah, man, welcome aboard. We're happy to have you. First guest on the Top 5 Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, I, uh, I have to give you guys a shout out. Like first episode was was a fucking home run. Like I, <laughs> I, I, called, I called Dan. I was like, hey, man, like, that was legit funny. And I've always said this, like y'all have a crazy chemistry. Like we've hung out a few times, like the four of us, like dude, first podcast was solid. It really was. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks, awesome. man. Thank you. We appreciate that. What, uh, what are you drinking over there, Tyler? You know, and I'm a, it's El Chingon. It's a uh, four corners, which is a brewery out of, uh, out of Dallas. Okay. So, uh, it's kind of over the top IPA. So Ooh. it's pretty, pretty solid. Is it very awesome. hoppy? I it, is, it is very hoppy. It's like a 74, Ooh. I think, IBU. Like, it's definitely on, like, the, the bigger, that, older That's side. up there. Yeah, that's yeah. up there. I, I also s- like hoppy beers, if you can't tell here. Mm. Oh, I remember my, my first experience with a hoppy beer. <laughs> tell us about it right now. Oh, Exit 6 Brewery. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted. Dan wanted a vanilla porter, was it? That's why we went in there? Vanilla cream ale. Uh, it's... <laughs> it, it it used to be good yeah it's it's i haven't had it in so long but it it was it had a hint of vanilla it was it's it's pretty good well i'm very fond of the uh ab products and uh they were not really having that so i asked the guy to recommend a beer for me he gave me a warrior ipa which was like trying to drink down some uh, pine needles <laughs> it was it was double ipa i think that was the first beer i've never finished you liked it oh god no oh, okay Oh. Well, also, those double IPAs were like will kick you in the face. It's like, oh, I'm oh feeling great, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm passed out at the bar. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't be. Guess I shouldn't be drinking this then. <laughs> the old Warhammer. Warhammer. Like, don't, worry, don't worry. Imperial like, IPA. Exactly. They're like, don't worry. It's only 17 percent alcohol. You know, You'll be all? fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> you're not oh. driving, are you? <laughs> How are you oh, getting well, home? Well, I'm not now. Amanda, come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler. So you watched you watched episode one. I did. Uh, you know the rules. We did top five chip in that first episode. Every guest is going to start off with their top five chip. Okay. So we got to hear your top five chips and reasoning for each ranked okay. from five to one. Um. All right, five to one. I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to just go off track just a little bit and say that barbecue lays are an awful chip 
An awful an, chip? Wait, wait a minute. Awful? You're not even listing your wow. – you're just going straight into my the road. My man, Tyler, already my favorite guest. Just an awful chip. Yes. I mean, they're, they're flimsy. They have no structure. Like, if I want to eat a barbecue chip, I want it to have some ass behind it. All right? You know what? <laughs> some, sometimes, sometimes we're going to have guests on that don't have a solid palate, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to uh, thank Tyler for being on today. <laughs> <laughs> Just like gone. <laughs> oh man, I appreciate that comment right there. All right. Um, so the the fifth chip on my list is is like the you know it's kind of like the girl that all of your buddies just don't understand why why you have a thing for her, you know mm -hmm. and like you also don't really know it's just you know you've always enjoyed it. Hillary um, I'm just gonna go <laughs> regular blue bag sun chips, just original. Oh wow. Um, as a, as the number five, um, he's a plain Jane. Yeah, if, you know, and that's why I put it at the very bottom because it's it's not exciting, but like the texture, like just a good amount of salt. I also think like, do you guys remember those dry ass like fried chicken sandwiches that we had at North? Oh yes. Like, oh yeah. Yes. That chicken sandwich <laughs> and a bag of like the regular sun chips was my lunch. Like I would say ninety percent of the time. Okay. Like, Nostalg I, there's nostalgia there. It's yeah, just interesting that you that you picked a you picked a plain chip, but you just roasted the barbecue. But anyway, move on. <laughs> well, at least this plain chip has some structure. It's got some integrity. Like those Lay's chips, like you the grooves, them, like, and they like crack. You know, like, I'm I'm not a fan. I'm not. Yeah, they're, they're like not us. they're not built for tough. You know, but you know they're delicious. Is what they are. <laughs> no, I, like they're I no said, Chevy. I need no. a chip with some ass behind it. I'm sorry. So <laughs> all right. Um, Number four, Tostitos Hint of Lime Tortilla Chips. That's okay. a great chip. It is I, a great I, chip. I think the Hint of Lime is a, is a real marketing snafu there because, like, they sprinkle, like, full lime crack dust. Yeah, it's dusting. way beyond a hint. It's, it's, I can only do, it's, it's a dusting. I can <laughs> only do so many of those at a time. I mean, yeah, before you start getting, like, sores, yeah. you know, because, yeah. but, like, <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> But like, pair, dude, you pair get great with bottom. a margarita. Oh yeah, and then you get to the bottom of the bag, you know, where like that cracked lime dust is just, oh, you know, God. really <laughs> marinating. Mm -hmm. Do a line of it. Your tongue yeah, shrivel up. You, you just give, give the bag kind of thing Tyrone going on, there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming in at number three, which also like, if I didn't get the regular sun chips at North, I picked up this contender. The flaming hot munchies. Oh, 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 man, that's a good mixed bag there. That's wow. a great mixed bag, and I know it has pretzels, which is kind of you know taboo, taboo around here. I'll but allow it. It's it's majority chips in that bag. Okay, yeah, I, I did. I did have a second. I was just gonna go flaming hot cheetos. If I, I think to. I'll allow it. What do you guys think? I yeah, think so. It is majority chip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you've got the sun chip. You've got the Cheetos. You know, you've got the pretzel. Uh, are there Doritos in there too, right? The, I feel like there, there mm -hmm. are the little uh, yeah. triangle Dorito chip. Yeah. 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 Interesting so, that two of your picks are nostalgia picks from high school. For sure. Um, I like that. But there's variety. Like in, in that bag, I get so many options, you know. You get like, the spice. You get the spice, you know. Oh, for sure. Uh, wash, it, uh, wash it down with a pink Fruitopia. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Fruitopia. <laughs> Boy. Oh, man. Into, yeah. I mean – Get, get into a fight that we're not supposed to. And, man, we're just right back in high school. You know? <laughs> oh, Seb. Welcome to Thunderdome. Oh, Seb. <laughs> the Thunderdome. Um, 
coming in at number two is a play on a, you know, a very popular yet divisive chip from the first episode. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with the cheddar sour and cream ruffle, or, but the baked edition. Oh, cheddar and sour cream baked. So the worst edition. <laughs> is that's what you're telling me. It sounds so that, like it. That chip was so bad they tried to fix it with a baked chip. And <laughs> My. <they> tried- <laughs> Tyler, there is no way you're picking that over a regular. I, I'm going to, and I don't know if it's just because it's like, you know, me being guilty and I like trying to be healthy or what, but I love that <laughs> chip. I really do. Even if it is a good chip, which I've never had it. It can't See, be okay, better. You're not, you're not allowed to talk. Hold on. You're not, hold on. You're not allowed to talk about it. But it can't it. be better than the, the fried chips. I'll just with. go ahead and back you up. It's not better. Okay. Okay. There it's it is. Good. It's good. It's a solid of chip. Course the, of course, the two guys with the same first name are going to pick sides. So well, yeah. <laughs> Complete opposite of the first episode, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. Chip All right. Hit me sour. with your number one. This number better be one. good. My number one. And I will, I, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have actually ever had this. So I'm, I have a link ready. You'll have to let me know. Okay. Have you ever had the Zaps kettle chips, the voodoo flavor? Yes. <laughs> Solid <laughs> chip. We got a shout out today on uh, That on was Facebook brought up today. We did Dan's Gary Bortz. From Dan's yep, Uncle Gary. Gary Bortz said the Zaps voodoo. He said it's not, it's not a lot of heat. But it's a delicious chip. So oh, come on, Gary. I've never had them. One of my buddies. I've never had them either. Had a great analogy. He's like, it's a, it's like when they were creating that chip, it's like they got really, really high and then just like mixed up all the ingredients. <laughs> no, it's um, no, seriously like that factory. They accidentally mixed in all the dust that they have. Exactly. And just threw it on. No, but it's great. Yeah. So it's like yeah. barbecue seasoning, Ooh. salt and vinegar, and jalapeno. It's, oh yeah. God! All in one, all in one bag. It's sweet uh, and spicy and savory, all in one bag. Yeah, that is I, a good I, chip. Those go of you that this. haven't had it, text, text me your address. They actually ship that shit. Text me your address, and <laughs> what? I, will send, I will send a couple bags of those chips to y'all. Just I'll send so, you PM. After so this. you guys and every anybody who's listening, if you haven't had them, the only place I've found them in this like the single serve bag was Mister Good Sense uh, sandwiches. Mr. Really? Good, they have them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's a that's a superb chip. Like they're they're so flavorful that I can only have like a small bag of them. Like anything more than a small bag, you Just know, too much power. Yeah, it's too much power. You know, so yeah. I, I have to I have to restrain myself. But like, put it and in. They've, your mouth they've got that just, kettle crunch too. Just, yeah, they do. They really do. Yeah, I so. do like kettle chips. They are very delicious. So I highly recommend put it put it in your mouth and just like deal with the hurricane explosion of flavor and call it. I had a nickel. That's what that's what he said. <laughs> I had a nickel tire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess that's a good. I guess that's a good time to move on to the next subject. <laughs> Mike's like, good, no, that no, was no. good chip list. Mike's like, no, no, no. I, uh, yeah. I I really need to, I do I really need to share this, boys. Let's circle back. I need this. I need it. <laughs> So, so this week's top five list is top five favorite pro athlete. This is an interesting list to me. This was a tough list. It's a very tough list because I felt like, you know, I made my, I made my top five list and then there's still like five or 10 people that I could justify putting on my top five list, but Uh each individual person, I'm speaking for myself here. You kind of got to take into account like stats and nostalgia and like your favorite athletes. And 
you know, why they're your favorite. They could be different reasons, like not stats related. Uh, yeah, like a big thing for me was I picked uh, almost how they impacted me growing up. That oh. was my list as well. Yeah. yeah. Mine, mine was a combination for sure. Dan, we talked about this briefly earlier. It's like, yeah, it's all those things. It's like their impact on the game. It's how they impacted your childhood. You know, it's like any emotional connection you have to that player. Like there's, there's yeah. a lot that goes into it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll go ahead and kick things off if that's cool. Sure. I'll go ahead. So uh, my number five is definitely a, a nostalgic pick. Okay. Okay. Uh, definitely nostalgic. Uh, I am going with my man, Mr. Adam Wainwright for number five. Oh, here we go. I am honestly I'm surprised, surprised that's that five. I am, yeah, I am too. So surprised. Yeah. Mr. Uh, PS4 title. Yeah. Wayno, you know, Wayno, you know, he, Wayno had, lover he had to be on there. But once <laughs> I started, once I started diving into stats and stuff, I couldn't justify having him higher than that. So oh, you're going to hate my list. So I had to pick him, and, and here's the reasons why. Um, first of all, preview to a future episode yet to be decided when we record this could be a top five celebrity man crush for me. <laughs> uh, for sure. For a variety of reasons. Um, but anyway, he's like, he's super philanthropic. <laughs> he, I, I'll get back into those reasons too soon. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, he's a tall man. The I'm lumber. not speculating, but <laughs> the lumber on that one. <laughs> you're swinging two bats. You know what I mean? <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen him on on Twitter lately? During I didn't know where that oh boy, here oh. we go. Yeah, speaking of nine no, inches. Ser- no, seriously, he's been uh, he's been uh, apparently he plays guitar and he has a great singing voice too. He's been like taking requests and singing oh songs. He's melted your heart Twitter. with that one. Hey man, he's turning a total package. He's funny. Uh, he plays <laughs> guitar. He's an athlete, tall, he's- strapping fella. Yeah, he's, don't know he's a right five now. on the list. Yeah, what we what we don't know right now is Dan doesn't have pants on during this conversation. <laughs> where, hey, where are my hands? You don't know. Uh, Nobody never, knows. Ever, ever. Wait till we get to one. <laughs> but anyway, he he's the a big leader. On, he's he's a he's a big leader on the Cardinals. Uh, I think he takes the Cardinal way very seriously. He grabbed the torch from Chris Carpenter. He's passed it on to Jack Flaherty, the kind of the ace torch that passes on through the organization. Um, you know, 06 World Series closer. That's when it all started. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not some nostalgia there as a Cardinals fan. Uh, you can get out. Well, didn't yeah, he? Uh, oh, but he, but even sure. before that, even before that, striking out Beltran uh, and the NLCS are yeah. abs- the absolute thorn in the Cardinals side for years. Yeah, that curveball striking him out was just filthy. That might be that might be a pinnacle Cardinal moment. Oh my God! Like that 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 strikeout against Beltron was, I mean, and the fact that he threw his pitch, what was it like six or seven times in a row? That curveball. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's like, if you're gonna beat me, you're gonna beat me on my pitch. Yeah, he just like <laughs> he, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Here it comes. Here it comes. So, yeah. Uncle Charlie, so good. But, but, you know, stats-wise, he, he never won Cy Young, so he's never the best pitcher in the league. But he did come in second place twice, and he came in third place in that voting twice as well. So mm-hmm. he was yeah. always in the mix. If damn Clayton Kershaw wasn't involved, uh, he would have oh. won, won a couple. Mr. Not-so-clutch in the playoffs over there. He's not, no. no he's he does not want to face Matt Adams. With that. But, you know, let's see. 
<laughs> Number four, this one may surprise you as being low on the list as well. My man, Peyton Manning. Oh, oh wow. I didn't think he was going to make your list. He yeah, made the list. Shit. That goofy bastard. List. Yeah, right. I have it on. Never mind. A good authority. <laughs> I have it on good authority. You know what? Nothing. I'm. I'm gonna, we're going to leave so, that one. So I, uh, I definitely followed him since he was drafted by the Colts. Rough rookie season, but just, just picked it up after that. Um, two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time MVP in the oh, league, which, by oh. the way, is the most MVPs by any player in the NFL history. His stats are impressive. And yeah. four. 14... The only thing more impressive, that fucking forehead. I, mean, I was hey, going to say, he's got a big old head on him. <laughs> I'm just glad you called it a forehead, not a five head, honestly. <laughs> Missed opportunity there. No, it was, like, it was like a 17 head, if we're being like, like literal here. Four, 14 seasons with over 4,000 passing yards. It's cute, I guess. 14. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I have always hated this pick of yours. I, I think. Peyton Manning is overrated, but you know that's just me. Can we all agree that his commercials are hilarious, though? Well, he's a better actor than a quarterback. Oh my God! <laughs> what is that insurance that he does? Nationwide. 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 Him, Nationwide. And him and Brad Paisley have such a combo together. They are hilarious. Hey, you're previewing man crush for me. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to number three, <laughs> Mister. Albert Pujols. There he is. I was waiting for Mr. Magorium. May he rot in hell. (laughs) Mr. Magorium. You better shut your mouth. You wait until you hear this. He had, fight me on this, he had the greatest 10-year stretch as a Cardinal and maybe a baseball player that we will ever see as a Cardinal. He had nine seasons in a row where he batted over 300, over 30 home runs and over 100 RBIs in its 10th season, which is last season with the St. Louis Cardinals. He batted 299 with 99 RBIs and over 30 home runs. So we almost had 10 years straight of all of that. That is, that is absolutely insane. Don't get me wrong. What a machine. Like, for sure. Like, I mean, an absolute unit of a baseball player. We were so unit. fortunate to see those 10 years of his career. Oh, man, how um, could you not like that guy? We're never going to see that again. I mean, three home runs in a World Series back in 2011. Oh, God. Two-time World Series champion. <laughs> Mike's, like, Mike, Mike's screen goes black. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> Those three dongers. I, that's, that's, that's rough for me, though, because, like, I, you know, I always respected the stats, and, like, I always respected him as a baseball player, but I, like, I never really felt an emotional connection to Pujols. Like, even at that time, like, um, with Roland batting like in the four spot, oftentimes like I was such a huge Roland fan that I was like, let Roland get the ribbies, you know? Like, I, I love Mr. Scott Roland. Yeah, Scott Roland was like my dude out of those like you know those three or four years of, of that team. And yeah. I, I love Scott Roland too. I mean, you could Great third you baseman. Could, you could hear him fire over to first outside of Bush Stadium. You could hear that. <laughs> you could hear the pop outside the stadium for sure. Um, Throwing rocks. I love him, but uh, he doesn't have stats greater than Albert Pools to make my list. Mm. Number two, I think this is curveball for you guys. Okay. Number two, I'm going Roger Federer. Oh, big tennis guy, big tennis guy. More of a dog by myself. It's the shorts, those tight white shorts, right? 20 Grand Slam wins, 20 major wins. 
Wow. That is more major wins in a solo sport than any other solo sport that exists. He is Trash. the greatest in his game. He is the greatest <laughs> in the game. So Mike. he he won 20 times, but he went to the finals in majors 31 times. That means he's an 11-time loser. That is insane. <laughs> you don't want to get it. You don't want to get into Brady. That's a strong record, percentage. That's a strong percentage there, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. 20 out of 31. That's really strong. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> and number one. <laughs> number one. Hold on. I got to do some research here real quick. Oh, I knew it. Oh, I, knew I it. absolutely I knew, knew it. it. I knew you it. had to know it was coming. Yeah. Old Tig Woods. You can't pick guy. a magazine. Mr. Oh. Tiger. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> This guy in his props, we, I tell you what. I was going to say, yeah, should we just start calling him Carrot Top? After a little bit of every episode. <laughs> after a little bit of deliberation, uh, I'm going with Tiger Woods as number one. And if you guys want all the stats, I'll give them to you. I thought it was. I cool. bet you have them. I've got them. You're going to hate my list because I have zero stats. I 80, thought I was just, okay. 82 career wins <laughs> tied for the most career wins in history with Sam Snead. 15 majors. That's second. His career is not over yet. Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholas, of course, has more. Sure. He is 14 and one in majors when at least sharing the lead going into Sunday. He has 15, he has 15 majors. He is 14 and one where he at least has a share of the lead going into Sunday. That is ridiculous. Mm. That is ridiculous. Youngest player to ever win the career grand slam in golf most consecutive cuts made at 142 and there's on average 48 events per year the guy's got a top five name too oh i heard that el tigre i mean like <laughs> you come out of the womb just ready to fight shit you know <laughs> so i he was, was just born to play golf i was just reading that sports <laughs> illustrated magazine right I was just reading that Sports Illustrated. Oh, magazine. you just happen to have that? Just happen yeah. to have it. Uh, <laughs> I use that for toilet paper. I was gonna say it's, good. <laughs> it's a good toilet his, read. <laughs> his his 2019 Masters win was the greatest comeback story of all time. Like There's Kardashian. no way that it ever gets beat. There's no way it, that it ever gets beat. I watched that live. That was you guys can. It I mean, was it, it's fun. It's Man. fun. You can try to trash talk that, but it's it's so true. He Man. had so many back surgeries. He fell down on the course, left, and he came back and won in his 40s against guys that were in their 20s hitting the ball further than him. You'll know this. What, what was – how many years between his last major win and the 2019 Masters? 11. 11. Like that, 11 years. 11 years, yeah. I mean, that he, – He won 14 majors, was the king of his sport, and then went down for 11 years and came back and won again. That was a comeback story. Uh, anyway, little little side tidbit for you. 2000 U.S. Open, he won that tournament by 15 strokes. Ernie oh, Els came in second, and Ernie Els at the time was ranked four in the world, and Tiger won by 15 strokes. I'm going to lay off that joke, but I'm going to leave one of you – like, I'm going to tee one of you up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take that one. <laughs> so that's my list. I love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got mine on deck for you. Can we, can we pause five seconds? Can I grab, uh, can I grab another beer? Sure. 
Yeah, sure. okay. we'll, we'll keep going, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. You want me to go ahead with Adam? Yep. All right. Number five, I got Nomar Garcia Parra. Oh, you do. You're a big Nomar guy. I was a big Nomar guy. Are you going to give? Old. Are you going to give reasons? I mean, I know nostalgic. You like yeah. him, but. Oh yeah, as a, as a kid, Nomar, he was my first favorite baseball player, ever. Uh, playing CYC baseball. Uh, he's, your, I, he's your favorite third baseman. Uh, shortstop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing CYC baseball. Uh, I, he is where I got my my batting stance from. The high elbow. Old Nomar. Yeah. When I and when I started wearing batting gloves, I would try to imitate Nomar, although it took forever. <laughs> so I, I had to kind of stop doing that. <clears throat> uh, and when we were little, my brother loved Derek Jeter, Matt loved A-Rod, and I loved Nomar. They were like the three greatest shortstops at the time. And I don't know. I just – I idolized Nomar. Yeah. It's a solid pick. He was yeah. great. He was injury prone. Unfortunately, his career didn't last longer. Yeah. But, uh... And it sucked for – I think he got shipped out of Boston. Nice. Where did he go? Uh, he went to – Oakland before Chicago, Chicago or Chicago before Oakland? Yeah. One I remember two. him in Chicago, but I, I don't remember. But he left the year that they won the World Series against the Cardinals. Let's just that's, one of, those, that's one of those details, like, as you get older, like, for some reason, like, I didn't know, no, that he was at Chicago, but, like, in the back of your brain, you're like, yeah, I remember him in a Chicago. Uniform. I feel like Mike yeah. should know, though. I mean, he made his top five list. But anyway, <laughs> what's, what's number four? Well, I know the two teams he played for. Uh, number four, I got Tom Brady. Ooh. Oh my God, that's low. Hey. Four? Yeah. He's an incredible quarterback, obviously. He's the GOAT. Let's be can, honest here. Can I can I throw you a crazy stat piggybacking off of mine? Sure. Can you imagine how many Super Bowls that guy would have won if Peyton Manning wasn't in the league? They met in the playoffs five times and Peyton Manning beat him three of the five times. He oh. could have possibly gone to the Super Bowl three more times. I wonder if the uh, how many rings does he already have? I w- six. six. I wonder. I wonder if the two other times that he did beat Peyton are those the years he lost to Eli in the Super Bowl? Oh man, <laughs> that would be a very interesting stat. I I uh, wish I would have looked that up. Losses to a Manning. Right. <laughs> wow. That was that, his kryptonite. That that would be crazy. Which fuck Eli Manning. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> but yeah, Brady. I mean, you got to respect him for what he's what he's done. Six Super Bowls. Um, he's a beast. Uh, he outperforms every opponent almost. I mean, I know you said Manning has the numbers on him, but. Well, I uh, mean, he does have two cheating scandals against two of the Super Bowls, but. <laughs> See, everybody yeah. says if that. You wanna, if you want to put a cheater yeah, in your top five, that's fine. There's no cheating involved. It's just all skill. Out of, out of Tom it's Brady's just all skill. Five, out of Tom Brady's first five Super Bowls, name me any of the wide receivers on those teams. That's always my argument versus Tom Brady and – Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning had Hall of Famers around him at the wide yeah. receiver position. Tom Brady in the first five Super Bowls. Like, I name me two wide receivers. Yeah, like, well, his defense, his defense won two of them for him, just like Peyton had in Denver. <clears throat> well, yeah, but that the last what was it? The last one against the Rams, like the most boring Super Bowl in the world. <laughs> um, True, but that one against against Atlanta, that comeback, that was crazy. That was what? unreal. Twenty-eight but, to three. Yeah, but and then I love that he, you know, he plays with that chip on his shoulder because he's always been mad that he was the last quarterback taken in that draft class, and it just motivated him to play better. You just gotta love the guy. Yeah, Mike loves Tim Brady. Tim Brady. Tim Brady. Tom's cousin. 
<laughs> Number three, I got Albert Pujols. Ooh, yes. Wow. Yeah. Look at you two matching well, up. If you're a Cardinals fan, you respect what he did for the team. Uh, he had two World who ca- Series. Who cares that he left, right? Who cares? Oh, we I got think his best 10 years. We're not paying for him. For him. We're not yeah. paying for him. We gave him an offer, but, I mean, obviously he chased the money, but we didn't want him for that much longer. I mean, look at him. He's been on the downward spiral since, we, since he left St. Louis. Downward spiral, and if, if any of us were in the same position, you would do the same thing. Oh, absolutely. Was, yeah. he's, setting, he, he's setting himself up. Tyler, come on. You're setting <laughs> yourself up for retirement here. I mean, he's already set up. It's not, he it's not like he's worried about like another 100 Gs to his retirement fund and like maybe last one more year. Like maybe he, was, he really wanted Maserati. I, I could, know. Well, hold on. You know I, could care, I could care less. <laughs> you know how many Maseratis you can buy with $250 million? I could, like, care, I could like care less. I could care less about whether he wanted more money or not. The fact of the matter is we got the best 10 years of his career and we got two World Series out of him. He oh, can absolutely. do whatever he wants yeah. after that. Oh, absolutely. I was going to say he's got he got two World Series, uh, three-time MVP in St. Louis. He's a nine-time All-Star as a Cardinal. Uh, Love it. Yeah, he was the greatest player in baseball while I was in St. Louis. And... He was the face of baseball. Yeah. I was trying to explain that to Amanda the other day. Like, that's how good the Cardinals were for 10 years. He was the face of Major League Baseball. He was the Mike Trout of today or the Bryce Harper of today. He was the best player for 10 years, and he wore the birds on the bat. I'm just, I'm just picturing he's Dan. Top five. He's, like, he's got Amanda sat down on the couch in the living room. <laughs> Come on over here. He's like, he's, he's like, I need I'm, to explain something to you. He's got a PowerPoint up. <laughs> he's like, next slide. Next now slide. on our first slide. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I have we to go to the bathroom. Sit down. We need a Zoom meeting. And she's like, you're right in front of me. He's like, no, it's no, no. It's just need- us. <laughs> Now here is a story all about Al. <laughs> hey. Oh. All right. Uh, I got number two. I got Brett Favre. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Gunslinger. All right. Yeah. I know who my I know who Mike's number one is now. I was so do I. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Brett Favre. Uh, the first team I ever loved growing up was the Packers because of Brett Favre. Yeah. Uh, he's incredible. Uh, he won that Super Bowl against the Patriots in '96. And then he won the next year and he lost to Elway, which I think that was the first time I cried over a sporting event when he lost. What year was that? 97? 97. Wow. So you were eight years old. Just yeah. boo-hooing. I was. It, that one hurt me. Just boo-hooing. <laughs> just boo-hooing. But I had, I had so much Green Bay memorabilia. Like, I had this, like, little clock. It was a Green Bay helmet. It was so sweet. I remember you had that. I remember all kinds that. Of, I had so much, so much bread for I got a – Autograph Brett Favre pick back there. Oh, Dude, I see it. You, you missed it in high school. I randomly ended up with a Brett Favre high school jersey, and I sold it to Nick Legamaro. What? Uh, oh. Like, Nick I just, Legamaro. like, I never, I never wore it. And yeah. I, I sold it to Nick. So. I, I, had a, I had the home and the away Brett Favre jersey. I had the white and the green. Yeah, I remember those. Yep. Yeah. He was, uh, he was my first favorite. That's a solid pick. Yeah, yeah. that that was a that's a quarterback you love to watch. Like I, I, I oh my God. vividly remember like a Thanksgiving Day game, Packers versus Vikings, and it's like snowing. Yeah, and like you just like you you watch it and you're like that's football. You know, like Brett Favre oh. in the snow, what was, slinging the ball. He's what working class. It? He's blue collar. Oh my oh, God, what a dog. you wanted to root for him. Yeah, for sure. You know, like all the stories about the receivers who are like have like broken fingers. Oh, Antonio Freeman. He always oh, yeah. talks about it. 
just oh my god yeah what was it like though it was like a monday night game it was like the night or the day like his dad died and he went out and played and just went off yeah he did oh yeah he had an amazing game yeah he was just he was incredible i know he's he he hung around a little longer than he probably should have he went to minnesota he's a dog like he's a competitor he went to the jets he went to the vikings yeah he went to dan's favorite nfl team the jets (laughs) i do like the jets that Vikings stint, though, like they they were like in the they, playoff chase. They did well. They, they lost to the Saints that year, oh uh, nine, I think. He when threw the an inter- he threw an interception in that game. That was his yeah. that was his curse, man. Yeah. Favre, he would sling it, but man, he would throw those those crucial interceptions that would change the game every once in a while. I think you could like sling Luke. a pigskin over those mountains. Check it out <laughs> for Check sure. It out. Yeah. What's your number one, Michael? Number one, uh, I got Brett Hall. Hey, knew it. number 16. Absolutely. Looking around, looking around my room, you can probably tell I'm a Hawks fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, no. Get we out of went God blues. Right on. <laughs> uh, he was the reason I fell in love with hockey as a kid. Uh, he's my first memory of the blues and watching the game as a kid with my dad in the back room. Uh, he's just an incredible player. I mean, we have 80, 82, 86 goals in a season, something like that. I can't remember. Probably something outrageous. Something ridiculous. Numbers you'll never see again. Um, no. Just incredible. Yeah, he wore number 16. My birthday is the 16th, and Ooh. that's why that's my favorite number. That's a detail I did not know. Oh, yeah. That's a deep track. Golden bright. Yeah, deep that's track right there. That was Mike's number in sports growing up, 16. Really? Uh, it was. Yeah. Always yeah, my someone favorite. Someone who, like, didn't grow up a huge hockey fan, like, I'm learning something new for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And when he left us to go to Dallas – I was going to say, yeah. And then won a cup. Won a cup. Went to Detroit. Won a cup. Yep. Cut Did me he deep. Did he 16 when he went to Dallas? Cut me deep. No, he actually went to number 22. 22. I think 16 was taken. Hold and up. And then when, when he went to Detroit. Wait a minute. He was 17, I believe. He's a 22. <laughs> but St. Louis retired 16, which is, you know. On their yep, they did. I've got that the replica banner hanging in my basement. Nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's a good banner. Bruce even. That's a good banner. list there, Mikey. Is that a top? No. Is that a top five banner? <laughs> All right, I'm interested. I'm interested here because Tyler, you've got you've got different uh, interests than we do. You like NBA. You're a big college football guy. Uh, we're you, your box is a little bit bigger than ours in terms of sports interests. So I'm curious well, to hear what, what you got. Joke, what kind of joke? Oh, you've that? got a big box, and let's hear about it. <laughs> nice box, Tyler. Incredible five hole, really. Um, <laughs> Whoa, hockey guy. Oh, <laughs> you a hockey guy? I didn't peg you for a hockey guy. <laughs> you didn't puck me for a hockey guy. Got it. There he is. Ooh. Hey, stick All around. Right. It gets better. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Shut the puck up, would you? <laughs> Shut the puck up. <laughs> Iced me. Uh, all right. <laughs> Slides it in there. <laughs> all right. I'm so, getting kind of bored. Oh, right. good. There he is. Anything else? Anybody coming in, coming in at number five? And Dan, you actually called it. Um, there are two NBA players on my list, so I'll, I'll throw that out there. Coming in at number five, Sir Charles, Charles Barkley. Oh, wow. sure. I know you're number one now. I know you're number <laughs> Tyler, one. Tyler, can I can I say that's terrible? Terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. All right. So, like, my my list is very different than Dan's. Like, all, you know, all of the folks on my list are like icons in their in their sport. But it's more like an emotional appeal for me. Okay. Um, Charles Barkley is an enigma. Like, the dude <laughs> just does – he says whatever the fuck he wants to, whenever he wants to. Yeah, that's he does true. It on national television every Thursday night. Like, 
the comedy special of Charles Barkley, Kenny the Jet, Ernie, and Shaq. <laughs> Kenny the Jet. On like TNT Thursday nights. Like I will watch that and not watch basketball. Like I'll just watch <laughs> it just to like watch yeah. them like talk shit together. In the same way that like I enjoy the three of you like talking shit together. It's just like well, sure. funny to watch the chemistry. And can we talk about that golf swing? Oh, dude, the golf swing, the, the hitch. Oh, my God. You know, like I that. think he got that from Tiger. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Can't wait for this list. <laughs> oh, no. And I have to say, <laughs> if I could grab a, a beer with any professional athlete, like if I got to snap my finger and go out and get hammered with any professional athlete, past or present, it would be Charles Barkley. Oh, it's, Brett, really? Hall. it's Brett Hall for me. Yeah? <laughs> I couldn't oh, keep up with Brett. No. I'll keep my I'll keep mine to myself. I he said a list. beer, not a night. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, on top of all of that, like, if you go back and watch highlights, which as I was in the waiting room, I was watching Charles Barkley highlights. What a dog! I mean, he was actually super undersized for the NBA. He was like six four, six five, playing power forward. Which I was going like, to ask, um, yeah, what position? So okay. he played power forward, and he, but he played it at six four, six five, which is like typically that position is like a guy who's six ten, but yeah. he was just so athletic. He was just so like he's like the size he, of a guard. Yeah, he's a he's a fucking dog, but he played a position that should have been like almost half a foot taller than him, plus like fifty pounds. How like, many championships did he win? Zero. <laughs> oh wow! I Just think Michael no. Jordan makes fun of him for that all the time, doesn't he? No, Sha- Shaq and Jordan make fun of him yeah. about that all the time. But like, even mm-hmm. Jordan, Jordan, and a couple other coaches are quoted like on that dream team with like every Hall of Famer that we all recognize. Everyone, yeah. Jordan was number one, and Barkley was number two on that team. Like, wow! Bar- also, Barkley won the MVP in ninety two, ninety three when Jordan was in his prime and had the most wins. But Barkley mm-hmm. was one of those guys who like only had himself; like he never had a squad around him. Uh, was yeah. he so was he i know he was with the suns started his career with the sixers okay went to the suns finished okay. with the uh finished with the rockets but he was okay. prime with the suns I'm, yeah with the the pinstripe jersey rockets you know yeah, yeah. I, okay i remember with the rockets now i never remember the sixers yeah so charles charles barkley like if i could grab a beer which is funny he's my number five but like he's the number one on my list that i i just want to hang out with Hey, I'd say that just I'd, I'd say just chuck them right off your list, you know. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, number four, Baker Mayfield, longtime Oklahoma wow. Sooners quarterback, now yeah. um, de facto mayor of Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> de facto. He, he took that from LeBron, huh? He took that from LeBron because they don't have anything else going on in Cleveland. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, growing up, like. So my grandpa, uh, both of my grandparents are from Oklahoma and growing up, like my grandpa, he actually went to Oklahoma university. So I just like grew up a Sooners fan, even though I grew up in Missouri Yeah. and Sooner football on like Saturdays is like, it's second most sentimental to me right after Cardinal baseball, like Cardinal baseball is number one, as far as like sentimental sports, um, but Sooner football like comes in second. Let me uh, tell you something that's crazy to me, Tyler, cause I didn't know anything I'm not a huge college football guy, like college. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm definitely uh, uh, a casual watcher at best for any college sports. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing to me. You and I were walking around somewhere. might have been KC or something or DC, and you just saw someone wearing like an OU hat. 
and you walked by them and you go boomer and they go sooner. I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> no, then, hey, boomer. Because I was, I was on a walk. <laughs> I was on a walk with my family the other day. And in the neighborhood, there was a, a gal that's in college and she was wearing an OU shirt and she was walking down the street and someone rolled down their window and yelled boomer at her. And then she responded sooner. And I had to explain it to Amanda what was going on. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Like the rally cry, and like for me, like excuse me, like even just like that that vibe on Saturdays, you know, like where you know there's an OU game, just yeah. makes me like just makes me happy. It really does. But like as a player, so Baker's got some swagger. Like he's a shit talker. Like he he's one of those dudes that like if he's on your team, you love him, and then if he's not on your team, you're like fuck that dude. Like I hate him. <laughs> you know, like he's definitely that guy. Yeah. Um, but like with those guys, like typically the, the metric that I judge them by is like whether or not their team loves them, you know, like Johnny Manziel was that guy, like you either loved him or hate him, but like his team, like never stood up for him. They like never backed him up. Like Baker, like he would be in press conferences and like reporters would be giving him a hard time and his team would come up and be like, dude, y- y'all need to shut up. Like he the, was, like, the oh. difference is Manziel is a douche and uh you know baker could be considered that you know by some people but he really is a dude in the locker room yeah no i mean the big like, difference his team loves him you know yeah. like that, so there's just like that swagger and like i've honestly never had more fun like watching sooner football than when like when baker was playing just it felt like it was like that like you versus the world kind of mentality just because you knew everybody hated you because baker was really good and like really visible um yeah, like Baker Mayfield coming in at number four. Do you think number Baker four. Mayfield was bigger than Sam Bradford? Um, Personality-wise, 100%. But, I mean, like in Oklahoma, do you think he's revered more? Like didn't Bradford yes. win national titles? Um, Bradford won a national title. He won a Heisman. Um, he, Bradford was the same guy, but, like, Bradford had the short end of the stick where he had to go play for the St. Louis Rams at a time. Yeah. Really <laughs> well, and he was trash. Well, the Browns. <laughs> but when you isolate their careers to college, you got to take like the social media and all that, the, all the hype and stuff out of it. Baker Mayfield may have been the same guy in Bradford's era. Well, I just well, didn't know. Like, in terms of popularity. I'll yeah. say this though, back to the dog statement. So this is a fun story. Uh, Baker Mayfield was banned from playing intramural sports. So he redshirted, which is another part of this story that I <laughs> oh love. Oh my God. He redshirted, um, which means like you show up to college, like, you know, you're not guaranteed a spot on the team, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not really a part of the team. And so during that redshirt year, he like showed up and started playing basketball, showed up, started playing flag football. And every team he was on, including softball, like won the championship. And so they were finally like, you can't play intramural sports anymore. You know? <laughs> and I was just like, you're if, banned. If, if you're not an athlete, you know, like, <laughs> like after that, like what, what else, what else yeah. is there? You're making That's everyone cool. else look bad. Yeah. So they're like, you can't play, <laughs> you know, you're, you're just that good. All right. So, I'm Baker. I'm Bakered out. <laughs> all right. Number three, Tiger Woods. There um, it is. Um, yeah. Never heard of him. The Masters is one of my favorite events, even though like I'm not the world's biggest golf fan. I didn't grow up like playing golf like Dan. It's not that big of a part of my life, but I love golf on TV. I love the Masters. It's one of my favorite like singular sporting events. Oh, sure. Uh, And like golf is like the PGA is not the PGA without Tiger. Like golf became what it is today because of Tiger. Yeah. Um, Love him or hate him. The dude is polarizing. Like he's a reason you'll watch on Sundays. You're like, oh, like, tigers on you know Bingo. like oh yeah. yeah um 
and then like that, my other note was like he just makes anything watchable like whether it's like the fall from grace like whether you know he like kind of imploded yeah. you know you had the the divorce the drugs and you know everything else but the like, cheating the cheating you know like it's there's a lot going on there um but just like 2019 masters i wasn't i'm not gonna say that i cried like dan cried you know but like i was i was riveted just watching the tv oh i uh, cried i definitely oh, I, did. Know, I know you did you know i, pa- like, I paused for 10 minutes and like I, <laughs> I threw my phone to the other side of the room i was like i don't want to hear from anybody i am just gonna soak this in dude i mean it tiger was- we did it <laughs> <laughs> Me and you, man. It's been me and you for all these years. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move to number two. And I'm actually surprised that so far I'm the only person that has has him on my list. Yachty. Mm. Hey. Um, he was an honorable mention for me. Definitely. It, it was either him or Wayno for me. You 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 want to say that like Pujols was the face of baseball and the face of Cardinal baseball for ten years? Like Yachty has been the face of Cardinal baseball in my mind for like almost two decades. Well, since Pujols left, uh, but I, even then he was a, even then he was a fixture. You know, was, like I'm not going to say. He, let, let me argue this. Look, I see your point. I see where you're going. But my biggest thing with Pujols and Yachty was Yachty didn't become himself until Pujols left. Yachty became the leader that he is today after Pujols left. He was walking in Pujols' shadow. When he, I when would he disagree. Left. Like, pitching staff, catchers. No, I'm talking about from staff. the team standpoint. Well, Pujols doesn't influence the, the pitching staff. So, I mean, that's what that's I one just of the mean, I, I'm curious. Other two. So, you're, we're all from St. Louis. In my, mind, in my mind, Pujols, when he was here, was the guy. And since he left, I feel like not that people weren't already Yachty fans, but it's more like Yachty's a lifer. He's, he's a real Cardinal. Okay. He's the guy like, and I see both sides of it, but I think when Pujols was here, Pujols was the face of Cardinal baseball. And was he the face because of the stats though? Or was he the face Probably. because of the stats? Probably just the, yeah. just, just the stats in my mind. Yeah. Well, when people watch baseball, I feel like they want to see yeah. the home runs. And Yachty didn't really emerge as the offensive player that he is today or he has been in recent years since Poole's departure. But that's he, he, became a, he became a complete player after Poole's left. I've always been a huge Yachty fan. I love Yachty. I'm not, I'm not dissing him. And I think a big thing about Yachty is, like, he's the guy that he gets in the face of opponents that talk trash to the Cardinals, whatever. Like, he – He's I the guy that's like, that. don't, don't talk anything right, about our city. That's I'm coming list. at you. All right. So Brandon Phillips, cue it up. Yeah. Dude, it's, on, it's on my list. It's All in right. my so notes. Whether it's in my notes. I made notes. That I'm, was a movie. That was I'm a stupid. movie. Dude. All right. So whether it's like the throws to first, you know, or the double plays, like, you know, all the things we love about Yachty. It's also the fact that like, he's been a constant for every portion of our pitching staff over the last like 20 years essentially totally. yeah whether it's carp whether it's wayno like you know yep. with the starting five you're gonna have folks ro- rotate through you're gonna have them get injured you're gonna have like new closers that come in and out like yachty has been the constant for the team for almost 20 years it's amazing and then as a catcher as a catcher which is unheard yeah. of and then on top of all of that you have a dude like brandon phillips that wants to talk shit about the cardinals and then step into the box yeah and and yachty's like get the fuck out of here yeah and i'm like (laughs) and then and then it's the slow clap in the next inning 
Yadi comes up to bat and hits a home run. It's the jog by Brandon Phillips and Phillips' heads down, and Yadi's just trotting confidently. Yeah, baby. Also, the the Beltron game, the the Yadi home run. Like, Yadi has had some incredible clutch moments throughout Cardinal baseball. And it's just. Also, like, and and I agree with you 100%. I was was talking uh, the other day. And I said that I think that no one will ever surpass the legacy of Stan Musial in terms of Cardinals baseball. But the closest. But the closest is Yachty. Yes, I agree. I think so. Yeah. The closest is Yachty for sure. And that's why I said it's a little more emotional for me. It's not Pujol stats, you know, but it's just like when I'm 60 and I'm like trying to tell some kids about Cardinal baseball, like I'm going to talk about Yachty. Well, like we talked about with these lists, I mean, everyone has to come up with their own reasons. This is top five favorite athlete for what? For stats, for nostalgia, for feeling, for tenure. What? It's everybody's own top five. I I love that pick. Yachty was Yachty was under serious consideration for me. Well, yeah, and then what he what was it? The World Baseball Classic when he absolutely dominated. Is that what it's called? I I can't remember. Yeah, Yeah, World Baseball Classic. Yeah, he tore that up. Oh my god, Puerto Rico. He did, yeah. but USA won. I know, but I mean, he, <laughs> the, he, yeah, he seemed good, like he was always he on a highlight. Invented, we invented the sport. You would think that we'd have a, like a competitive advantage. <laughs> what so, was right. cool was Dan and I were in the Dominican Republic with our wives on a vacation oh, during yeah, the we World were. Baseball Classic, and that's when the U.S. beat the Dominican Republic while we were in the Dominican Republic. That was fun. It was. Yeah, I, I love me some Yachty, just emotionally. Like, he's scrappy. Says what he feels. Like he's always. And he, he never seems like he's slowing down. He backs never. it up. He backs it up. He does. Oh my God, he difference. does. And he's clutch. I love clutch Yachty. Like, yeah. I feel like, and you see this on Twitter and you see this like on like ESPN boards. Like, other teams hate Yachty so much. And I love seeing that hatred, but they also are like, he's going to get up there and he's going to hit a bomb because that's just yeah. what he does. Yeah. What's, your, what's your numero dos? The, yeah. So that was numero dos. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Number one. Number one. Hey, Kobe. Oh, Kobe. wow. Can I, can I pause you for just a second? Yeah. Uh, I love the pick. I love the pick. But I thought for sure it was Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook talked to me after the end of his career. We'll, we'll, see, where, we'll, we'll see where I stand. Uh, no, I, I still need time to process like Westbrook is 100% so I had two honorable mentions you're just a huge Westbrook guy. I am a huge that's Westbrook. why I thought that was your number one so I have two honorable mentions Muhammad Ali and Russell Westbrook okay um uh, you took Westbrook Ali. and you said Kobe Kobe Easy. um but also like Kobe has a stacked deck because Kobe passed away Ooh. too soon you know like yeah um, sure are you playing with emotion here I'm playing with, I'm playing with emotion right now because like it's a factor. I'm man enough to admit like I've never cried over an athlete like I cried about Kobe dying. Yeah. Like, that, that almost seemed fake when I saw it. I, I think I was, Mike I was, told me. No, yeah. here's how here's how yeah. I found out. I was in the gym. I was like on my third set of 5 uh for deadlifts and some dude don't know him walks up, taps me on the sh- shoulder. Turn around. I've got like you know fucking metal blaring. Turn around. Get the buds in. <laughs> got the buds in. Take my headphones out. And this random stranger is like, "Did you hear that Kobe died?" Oh man. And I was like, "What?" He's he just like, wanted I'm- the equipment you were on. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing. The, he's playing the long game here. 
this know, guy looks like he's going to get emotional. No. Yeah. I just started crying, weeping right there. Um, he no, left the gym. Random dude. I don't know. And I'm literally in the middle of a set. Like when I say like, I was about to like, you know, take off, like I was right there about to, to pull. And then like some dude taps me on the shoulder. It's like, Hey man, like, did you hear that Kobe died? I'm like, so no. random. And so I immediately like, tried to like get on Twitter. My yeah. internet's not working. Cause like our gym's in the basement of my apartment building. And so like, we like spend like 15, 20 minutes trying to get ESPN working on the TV. And like, we finally get it pulled up and it's like, sure enough, it's like the helicopter crash and like Kobe's died. And like, we like chatted for a second. The dude was from Philadelphia, which is where Kobe played basketball in high school. And like, we chatted about it for a second, went off, did our own workouts, kind of like dapped up, said goodbye. And then, like, over the course of, like, the next week or so, like, really processing that. So, there are thing, a few things about Kobe that I love. First off, it's, like, every kid who ever tossed, like, a fucking paper towel at a trash can. You know, Kobe. 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 Like, I mean, it's just, like, I felt like I lost a part of my childhood. Yeah. You know? Like, everyone did that. You know, you do, like, the stupid turn. It doesn't matter if you were actually a basketball player. You'd, like – turn around, do the stupid fadeaway or something, and yell Kobe <laughs> in the hall. Like, but don't forget who Kobe took that from. Yeah. Mr. Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be you, Dad. Yeah. Oh, that, is that just me? Sorry, guys. So then right after high school, though, um, I had a couple of buddies who played college basketball. I lost a lot of weight right after high school. I played basketball probably hey, good for you. 10 to 15 hours a week. And like, I used to watch hours of Kobe film because I always felt like Kobe modeled his game after Michael, but Jordan was just more athletic. Like Jordan was just more physically gifted and like Kobe was just all work ethic. And like, I just remember watching hours and hours and hours. And like the dude was obsessive. Like he, he was just like a fucking, like he only lived for basketball. Like one of my favorite Kobe stories is uh, the Lakers had like a Christmas banquet, like black tie event. And Kobe had just come off of one of his uh, Achilles injuries. And he showed up like in sweats with his trainer. He showed up to the mandatory event, but he like did rehab work in the corner. Yeah. Like that type of work ethic for some reason, like I took that like way outside of basketball. Like, you know, there'd be times where I was like working on something or like going on a run or like. Like like his preparation for the game was greater than anything else he had going on in his life. Exactly. And so like, there were plenty of ways that like I internalized that and like tried to like model some of my like work ethic after him. And then like when he died, all of a sudden you're like, dude, like this dude was a big part of my life, you know? And like, you can say whatever you want. Like you can talk about the rape allegation. You can talk about him being like a shitty human, you know, or like whatever you want. But like, the dude was just a big part of my life. And sure, then like, yeah. when he fucking died, I was like, what the, like, yeah. God damn. <clears throat> yep. Oh yeah. Like, and the last thing I'll say like about Kobe, like I really liked seeing was like, the dude was aging gracefully. Like he, he came from this like super punk kid who was like obsessed and competitive. And then like over the last like four or five years of his life, you got to see him and like, Jordan become kind of like friends and then you got to see him like kind of mentoring people like Kyrie Irving and like other folks in the league you got to right. see him like kind of become like not a, you know you, he yeah. was a dad and then he was kind of like moving to that like you know grandfather role in a way which is yeah. I think what we all want out of life like we're not all trying to be like scrappy and shitty and young forever oh, yeah 
Well, yeah, I think like he was he was very high on his daughter, like being a good player, right? Like he was he's yeah. put a lot of his efforts into her. Yeah, so, a ton of time with her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like to hear him talk about his daughter, like he was like she's better than I ever was. Yeah, you know, just they were like hard. best friends. Yeah, and so like, and then that portion of it, you know, like when they like went out together, it almost felt like fate in a way. Yeah, you know, the two the two humans that were closest, you know, yeah. in his life. I don't know. Kobe, Kobe's my number one. Sorry to solid number, solid number one. That's that a good number solid one. Number one, and and I considered him. I couldn't throw any NBA into mind just because I was never an avid watcher of the NBA, even though I, I, agree. I enjoy watching it. But uh, in terms of honorable mentions, MJ was one who came to mind for me just because when we were growing up as kids in the 90s, I mean, who didn't just fantasize about being a player oh, on the Chicago Bulls? He was a staple. And then, and, then you throw sp- and then you throw Space Jam into the mix. Yeah, he, he's dunking <laughs> on the Monstars. And, oh, my God. I mean, well, that was court. the thing, right? So St. Louis doesn't have basketball. So the, the closest thing that we had closest to us was Michael Jordan in the Bulls. Yep. Yeah. Which is funny because even as a St. Louis kid where you have this, like, animosity towards Chicago, like, Jordan transcended that. It, yeah. He did. Yeah, you he know. really did. Big time. Big time. Jordan, Pippen, yep. Yeah, for sure. And this is, this is way sidebar, but I thought it was really cool that uh, Space Jam uh, paid homage to North Carolina and saying that he wore his North Carolina shorts under his Chicago Bulls uniform as good luck. I thought that was kind of a nice touch. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. Like, I haven't. When's the last time you watched Space Jam? It's on Netflix right now. I, I watch it. I watch it as research today. <laughs> Did, Did you? you? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I was Dan, say. Dan, Dan, what you got? What's your What's your top five? I'd like before I do my top five. I'd like to say it's nice that we've got two Cardinals in the corner and then two Blues in the corner. Oh. Ooh. I, I see what you're saying. You Half seen that? Over. Left side's the Cardinals, right side's the Blues. Strong side. Strong side, left side. I forgot forgot my joke. I I was definitely – it was my number one. I was going to say Julius Campbell, um, starting starting defensive player for the the T.C. Williams High School, left side, strong side, coming in at a number one. All right, so I've I've got my top five list here. Number five – I know we might go back and forth with this, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you anyway. I, sometimes not regarded as a sport, but definitely what is happening. <laughs> hold on. Hold Ping on. Ping pong champion. No. <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> and hot, dog, not... hot dog guzzling. Oh. No, no, no. Joey they... Chestnut. <laughs> you... No, no, no. <laughs> they are tremendous athletes, and that's why I put them on my – put him on my list because he's he's got a special place in my heart i grew up with the guy you guys know him as the texas rattlesnake it's stone cold steve austin wow that as a wrestler yeah uh we had no wrestlers on the uh on the panel here that's it okay i know i really thought about that and i and i know a lot of people don't say wrestling well that's what i thought we said pro athletes so entertainment it's entertainment i grew up with the guy Boy, him coming out, wrestling The Rock, and wrestling pretty much anyone, but coming out with the, the beers before he – You know what he, time it is? You know what time it is? It's 316. Oh. Three, no, it's not. It's 824. Cheers. Cheers. Hey. I'll tell you what. There was nothing like late 90s wrestling. Late 90s wrestling was incredible. Monday Night Raw was my jam. And I it was like a soap opera. It wouldn't have been what it was 
without Austin 316. Yeah, he's stone cold. He was another guy that was like a face of of his industry. Oh, totally. oh he 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 was a him the rock. I mean Goldberg. I guess you, oh my god, Gold, <laughs> I was his, it, I was his Sting fan. I didn't really watch like wrestling that much, but like Sting. Tyler, was, I'm so glad you said that. Because my brother Sting was big. On was Sting. my favorite. Sting was my my dude. Like coming down from the rafters. Is he your number four? Is he your number four? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Sting Wait a minute. Was, can I, Dan? Can I finish? Hey, <laughs> I'm not your wife. Can I finish? <laughs> so Sting that, that was happened hours ago. So I mean, like, <laughs> Sting was my favorite, but Stone Cold with the the beer smacks entering the ring oh, gets man. gets on the turnbuckles. He had such a way with his showmanship. He has to be your favorite. Oh, he's iconic. great. He's great. It was iconic, iconic for the sport. He really was. So that's my uh, number five. And that leather uh, vest. Oh my God. His leather. Yeah. His leather vest. I actually went to a wrestling match and bought a stone cold shirt at, uh, I guess it was Savas at the time. Might've been the keel. It might've been the keel center actually well, back in the nineties. Yeah. Still we'll, have we'll it. Throw... Cause I know it was an XL. We all wore baggy shirts back. Then. <laughs> actually, I don't think I'd have it. Uh, yeah. it was, it said, kill them all. Let stone cold sort them out. And it was a little play on the devil. Nice. Oh, Number four, number four. Uh, so this guy holds a special place, Brett Favre. Yep, he's coming in at number four. My man. Oh, and his number. Number four on his jersey, number four on my list. Uh, I got a lot of family from Green Bay, um, the Green you Bay do. area. Interesting. Yeah, you do. I do. Um, and we, we, we would go up there uh, periodically throughout my younger years and uh, kind of hang out with them. And we actually went to a pep rally at uh, Lambeau Field in – in the parking lot, it was like is all that. What like, they call it? They call it a pep rally. Uh, <laughs> oh, or was it a tailgate? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it it wasn't a tailgate. It wasn't before a game. It was like it was literally like they brought in all these like blow up things and like you could run through like this like cheese that was all blown up and you Did could you go to, to Discovery Zone before the game. <laughs> you would think so. Throwback Discovery Zone. <laughs> you're just you're just like, hey boys, do you want to go to the pep rally tonight? <laughs> No, I was like no. no. I was I like six or seven. It was yeah, like a, you were young. Yeah, you were young. Yeah, really young. You could like try to throw a football. It was really cool. So, uh, but I just remember watching watching Brett Favre just sling the football back when I was little. Um, slinging it all over the field, huh? Oh, he was slinging. So uh, he's my number four. We're gonna go number three, and nobody else mentioned him, and I'm a little surprised because he was really um the face of the cardinals for a while i feel like and probably one of the most exciting times in cardinal baseball Mr. can we guess can we hold on mark mcguire big mac mark mcguire mark big mcguire. mac land right there for you number three <laughs> fernando tatis his <laughs> race with grand slams his <laughs> race with Four. sammy sosa trying to get to what, what was it 70 70 home runs was the record 62, 62 at the time Race to got, 62. 61 was the record. Okay, was, but he got to 70? 70 was 1998. The, yeah. the race with Sammy Sosa was one of the most exciting races I've seen in baseball because it was like every time you turned on the TV, Mark McGuire was hitting a home run. It was, and although it was so it, captivating. Where, oh my where God, were you, you when couldn't... he hit 62? Was everyone listening or watching live? Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. On the couch, ready, it was, it was ready a, to 62, scream. 62 was a day game, right? Like we, yep. I, If I, I believe so. I remember yep. listening to the radio with my grandpa on a day game. and like went, short, went, short to left field. Yeah, short just barely left. cleared the wall. Uh -huh. Short to left field. Okay. and also Thanks for we, the confirm, Mike. Can yeah. we uh, – 
Joe Buck. Oh, oh. my man. R.I.P. Jack Buck. All right, all right. Jack, Jack, Jack did Joe right. die? No, just Joe, his career. Sorry. <laughs> when he started just, doing NFL. Just his relevance. Yeah. Just his relevance. Yeah. Jack Buck, get up. Like, oh. So, yeah, Mark McGuire. I mean, watching that race with Sammy Sosa was just, like Danny said, it was captivating. So, that's like my I number. Remember, I thought I remember Miss Carter said we could have a free dress day if McGuire hit 62. We did. Yeah, and I think we got is that right? That next day, I believe so. Yep. Oh, going back to the old principle because I think that excited me more than the uh, record itself. (laughs) I've tried explaining this to people that aren't from St. Louis, like after living in D.C. and like K.C. and Austin. Like I've tried to explain to people like what Cardinal baseball's like. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. Like you just can't. You can't like explain to someone who's not from St. Louis like what opening day feels like in St. Louis because like as soon as pitchers and catchers, it's like a holiday. It's a holiday. It really, really is. And then like, but what you're saying is like, you know, if he hit 62, like we get a free dress day. Yeah. Like that type of shit. Like in St. Louis, if you like are like, oh, I missed class yesterday, but my parents took me to the ball game. They're like, awesome. You know, like you know, we won. Like that's great. Mike Mike has a steel trap for that stuff, man. You remembered that we had a free why. dress day. Oh, yeah, he After does. he broke the record, and I could not remember that, but now that you say it, I remember it. Yeah, I have no uh, idea why. That's, that's St. Louis for you. And I, I will say this, after living a bunch of places, St. Louis is one of the only towns where baseball is, like, at the top. You know, like, mm-hmm. in most other cities, you know, oh, they're sure. either competing sports teams – or their baseball team's just not good. Well, you know, we like, only have two pro sports teams, so it's kind of hard. We only have two hard. pro sports teams. <laughs> but, like, and football, I feel like, is, like, the major – for, like, the major cities, yeah. like, football is, like, they're good. Or even, too. like, a city like Boston, which, like, loves their – you know, or Chicago, like, cities that love their sports. But, like, you know, you have all these competing interests with the Bruins mm-hmm. and the Celtics, et cetera. But, like, St. Louis is, like, a baseball town. Yeah, like, for sure. Right. Just, it's, it's a baseball town. Well, it's we're great. trying to be a hockey town now. Come on. What do you got here, Dan? You moving on to hockey on your list? Oh, let me tell you about my number two pick here, fellas. Uh, some know him as the chopper. Number my two. My man. Al, Al McKinnis. McKinnis. Big Al. Uh, Big Al wears number two. If if you guys don't know about that on St. Louis Blues, we have retired his number. Um, ever since I was a little, uh, my kind of like Mike with Brett Hall, my number is uh, December second of my birthday. Really? Um, it is. Yeah. And Al McKennis wore number two. So that old famous slap shot. Watching him throughout the uh, the nineties. And he's like he's one of like the good guys of, of hockey. Like he he just seems like a, a nice guy. He hey guys, he just nice did guy. it again in the All Star game. Hundred point six miles an hour. Hundred point four. He did it. One hundred four with the same stick. Give yeah. me the wood stick. Give me the wood stick. I'm slapping it again at what sixty? No way. Wow. So he's number two on my list. Uh, That's he great. he had the most feared slap shot in the league at that. Oh time. Yeah. my god! Everyone moved out of the way. It Just was tossing up clappers. You, you knew it was coming. They called him Chapper for catch the reason. That. No, did not want to catch it. He was one of the reasons why I was such a fan of the Blues in the '90s. That's where my love kind of started. And number one, here we go. Number one, sticking with the theme of the Blues. The reason why I'm such a big Blues fan wore the hat tonight, right there. The old third uh, logo in the '90s should have been, but it wasn't. It was the patch on the arm. Uh, he was the goaltender from '95 to '98. <laughs> My man. 
nicknamed Coco. We're going to call my man into the studio with us. Well, anyone? Grant Fear. Grant Fear. I, I thought you had him ready to go on the call. Yeah. Grant Fear. Grant, are you there? No, man, I wish he would come in. <laughs> I've, Grant, I've reached Grant. out to him. Oh, my God. Grant Fear in the 90s was lights out. Uh, I actually met him at a meet and greet at a car dealership my dad took me to. Um, and he was the nicest guy. The ni- I, I haven't met very many celebrities, so I can't compare him to, but I, we met him, and he was so nice, such a genuine guy. He's always been my top celebrity. If I had to have a beer with anybody, it would be Grant Fuhrer. I'll uh, tell you what. He looks like a tan Bob Hoskins. <laughs> he played Smee. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bob. Mm-hmm. He actually died. That, that's solid. That's solid. Yeah. Tyler, uh, did you say you had a boxer in your honorable mentions earlier? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Uh, so I've got a question for you. Would you rather? Would you rather fight Mike Tyson in the ring, sanctioned event, one time in his prime? In his prime, or oh, no, talk like him for the rest of your life. <laughs> It. Well, if I fight him, I'm going to talk like him. For That's what I thought. That was my reaction. It's like somehow he'll just whack you in the head and make you silly enough to sound like him for the rest of his life. Is this a 12-round fight? Yeah, sanctioned event. Or you might just get knocked out. In like we, Here's the act, thing. I'm getting knocked out in the act, first, and I'm calling yeah, Are we it acting like I'm not going to be out in the first round? Like, There's no way you're going with it. How, how long can I run around the ring? I was going to say, I'm doing, I'm doing laps. Dude, I've been I, – I've been running a lot lately, so it's just like I'm just gonna be just like cruising in circles back. But and forth. even in his prime, that man was in super great shape. He's gonna I'm, catch you, and you're going down. I'm talking right about now. in his prime, even now. That Have you belt? seen videos of him on oh my God. lately? He still throws them like the best of them. Jesus, that Dude. bell rings. I'm knocking myself out. Dude, that- <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> boom, I give up. Boom, yeah. boom. Mike, Mike, I got flag. it. I got it, Mike. <laughs> I've never understood. Hey, we're both that. mics. Dan, you're right. Like, if you like, there was a video a couple of weeks ago. He was like behind some bar, like ducking and weaving, yep. and then like the core rotation on his on his body punches. It's just like pop, pop. He's you're so like, fast, you can't even see it, dude. It's unreal. oh yeah. No, if you're if you're gonna take a like, I don't know what amount of money I'd assign to like me taking a body punch or like a, a, oh, a punch to the face from Mike Tyson. Like it would be a high sum. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's not going to be like a hundred thousand dollars. I'd be like, dude, like up that shit. I mean, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to take the one fight in the ring. Hoping I don't talk like him for the rest of my life after he knocks me out. Yeah. No, I mean, if nothing else, like you get to tell your buddies, you're like, dude, I took a punch to the face from fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know, like you'll be like 95. You're like on your deathbed. And they're like, grandpa, tell me something valuable. You're like, dude, like I took a punch <laughs> to the face from Mike Tyson. Like, like that. I'll be 31 on my deathbed. Cause you just punched <laughs> me in the face. <laughs> I, I have an unrelated to sports. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather there be a ding sound every time you wink? Ooh. Or a cartoon gun sound off every time you do finger guns. The wink, one hundred percent. Like if I, I agree, could wink and then just be like that, like resonant <laughs> ding. You know, like my game at bars would increase like 
300%. It like goes over the volume, like the ambient volume. Exactly. Like all of a sudden I just wink at a girl and all of a sudden she just hears like a bum. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that because the first time I do finger guns, I'm going to jail. (laughs) Somebody's going to think I just lit up a Walmart. You are white. We are most prone to being. (laughs) What the hell happened? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I don't wink that often. But if I do, you're, you're right. I want, I want that little, that little ding to go off. I'm going to go with the finger guns. I can't remember the last time I gave anyone the finger guns. But if you you got a sound effect to go with it, you'd be doing it all day. So isn't that good? That's good. I'm going finger guns. I'm going finger guns. I feel like that's asking for trouble. Think about it. You make a putt. You're you're out golfing. You make a putt. No, I don't think it's pew pew. I think it's a a gun shot. (laughs) Everybody's everybody's hitting the deck. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to night school? Yeah, guess what? <laughs> I'm going to jail. Oh, guess what? I'm a red dot? Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, that was that was fun. Good top five list, guys. Yeah. Uh, it was a good top five list. I got one more one more question before before we get into it. And this is kind of a thinker. So if you're on death row, what is your last meal? And we've done this before. Ooh. And it's a tough convo. But what is the last meal that you're choosing? I'll just give you mine right now, right off the top of my head. The first thing that came to my mind, because that's how this is structured. You know it? I'm not going to spend a lot of time. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Give it to me. I'm going sausage and pepperoni pizza from Peroni's with a side salad. Give me some beers. Give me some beers. That's it. it, That's right off the top. Is your sister like the server that night? (laughs) In jail. Is she delivering it in jail? I hope. I all I hope is that she gave me a discount. Okay. <laughs> the discount is not not death because. All right, Mike. You're, you're next. Me? Oh God. I guess if I had to pick, oh man, I can't. Go it's next. tough. I'm not ready. Dan, you go. You had time to think about this. I've I've, I've got one. If if we have to go and like give you time, you're yeah. going. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'm gonna go just like Dan, like gut instinct first thing. My mom used to make this like meal growing up where she would like take a baked potato and put like like carrots and onions and like ground beef and like Worcestershire sauce and like all that shit like in foil. Oh, just like oh, a sh- just like a shipwrecked potato type thing. Just, exactly. Like, everything it's, it's, in a, it's a loaded, loaded potato. <laughs> exactly. With like, you know, ground beef and like, you know, oh, all God. The- oh, it was amazing. She'd put it in like tin foil because like everyone had their own one. And that was like Ooh. You know, that, that was a good. meal that we did a lot growing up. And for some reason, like, that was the first thing that came to mind. It's like, I'm on death row. Like, I want that. Like, I want that potato. Sidebar yeah. from that, do you guys remember when Travis made the baked potato at Kyle's house and he put everything in the pantry in it? Like, I'm pretty sure he put Captain Crunch in it. Toasted raviolis. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So, it was the most elaborate baked potato. <laughs> he was like, this looks good. Throw it in there. Travis who? Uh, Travis Downey. Our, Downey? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle's cousin. Oh, he man. loaded this. He loaded this spud up like nobody's business. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? Buddies. Uh, I guess if I had to pick. So Dan's family makes this. It's called Ritzy Chicken. You mother. Is that yours? It's mine, dude. <laughs> it's so good. So both of you oh. tag team. Tell us about it, both of you, right oh, now. Dan, explain you, it. You guys. You, you know so about it's. It. It's from my it's from my grandma. It's a it's a it's a recipe my grandma makes. It's called Ritzy Chicken. And Which it's grandma? 
Grandma Sue. God okay. love her soul. Um, she made this recipe. It's called Ritzy Chicken, and it's basically it's 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 almost it's a casserole. So it's a, it's a wet casserole, right? So it's like, it's chicken, it's sour cream, it's cream of chicken as well. And it's all mixed together and you top it with uh, buttered Ritz crackers. Oh my God. Right? And you, you, you bake it in the oven and it just gets all hot and gooey. And then you pour it over a bed of white rice. Oh my it's God. It's so yeah. hearty. And like, it just it sounds good. It's so hearty, good. You mean like your heart stops. Yeah. Your heart is gone. You don't <laughs> well, it's, have It's one your anymore. last meal. So oh, what's, yeah, what's well, better? It is okay. Like, who cares? <laughs> it is so good. It's so creamy. It goes with the rice. I mean, it's a perfect spread over the rice. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, you, it, that has to be, and I'll I'm give so you a, glad. I'll give you a perfect spread. There he is. <laughs> there is my man right there. Um, it, it's it would be such a good last meal that in a nice uh no sponsorship bush light um yeah, that is going to be our goal like we're going to get you sponsored by Bushlight. <laughs> like, I mean, man like, that would be the when best we're talking we're, when we're talking like a year in advance like we're gonna get you sponsored let's just get you sponsored some bush by ad oh man i should get some but yeah that this would is- be mine apparently mike's mike what are you drinking with your last meal is it a natty light Ooh. I do appreciate a good Natty Light. Yeah, I'll go Natty Light. Okay. Okay. That's solid. If I'm going to die, it's going to be like, if someone put a gun to my head and be like, you have to die with like one drink in your hand, it's probably going to be a Budweiser, like a Bud Heavy. I'm just okay. Straight Bud Heavy. I'm a fan. Oh, it's a good beer. Dan? One beer in hand. I'll go Budweiser. I'll go Bud Heavy. Bud Heavy. Really? Yep. Yep. I, guess I think I think I, I think I've previously named that a desert island beer for me. I mean, it's just like it's cinnamon. It's, it's like from where we're from. I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna say Bud Heavy is my favorite beer, but I'm nope. just gonna yeah. say, like just you know being from where we're from, like all the history, like Bud Heavy. Like head, here we go. I could be on that, boys. It's a good beer. That's F two. Yeah. Solid app. That's yeah. F two right there. Thanks for joining us, Tyler. Yeah, Cheers, appreciate man. it. Such a such a fucking pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Another great app. Another good app. So we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds. Um, we're going to have some polls up so everybody can uh, kind of vote on uh, the questions. Thanks for voting on the questions before. We're going to have some more up. Um, if you do want to get a hold of us, we are at a top five pod at gmail.com. And uh, go ahead and like and subscribe this video, and, and we'll see you next episode. Hey, yeah, thanks a lot, it. guys. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, good, Tyler. Bye. Bye. Cheers. And that was a top five podcast. Find us on the socials at a top five pod. And don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe.